And welcome to Meathead Chatter episode 39. Welcome, welcome. Hello, kitty. You can't you can't fuck with the mic before we get started. I don't you know. Gotta, you got to do this. I this, don't know. This shit. Hey, we were just talking. I'm very <laughs> low on sleep. Yes. Um, my brain is just broken right now. Dude, I feel like my honeymoon brain is like still here. I'm How was like, your honeymoon? Did you have dude, a good time? It fucking sucked. Did it really? So, I'm sorry. <laughs> so hold on. Hold like, on. It looked let like me, you guys had a good time. Let me preface this. Let me preface this. I 100% realize this is upper middle class, first world problem shit. <laughs> so like... I am blessed as an individual with the life I have. I've worked my ass off for the life I have. Nothing has been like funky given to me for the life I have. But I also recognize that I I got it going pretty good at the, these days. So so we got married. That Come was a long awesome. way from uh, living it, sleeping in your car, yeah. eating yeah, eating tuna, cans of tuna. Yeah, cans of tuna was literally all I ate for like a year. Right. Hey. Yeah. Hey, sometimes so we gotta we gotta come hard. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, my I am just gonna apologize for this. I am so tired. That's funny. I'm so tired. My brain is. Did you not say working. you're so tarded. Yeah, that's not I, okay. I meant, I meant. I said I was trying to say tired. Yes, but you're that tired that you said tarded. <laughs> uh, but so, wedding was great. Hey, we're married. Hey, congrats to me. I'm married now. Um, oh yeah, you're wearing a ring. Yeah. How's that doing? Walmart special, f- baby. $20 rubber. <laughs> is that one of the rubber ones? Yeah. yeah or is it silicone? I think it's, I don't know. Or is it, that's different. There's a difference. Silicone. We'll say it's silicone because it sounds like it's fancier, but it's Walmart, so it's probably rubber. Um, but yeah, so wedding was good. Um, Ellen is a very nervous flyer traveler. Oh, I like can Like if see she it. gets on a plane, she is like 90% certain we're all going to die. <laughs> like she, we were talking and she's like, yeah, sometimes I'll be on a plane and I'll look around and I'll be like, can I picture this person as like a dead at age 25 in the newspaper or not? And if I can't, I feel better about the flight. If I can, I'm like, oh, we're fucked. I can see all these people dying really? in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a lot of head trash about it. So, so that adds a little bit of stress. Um, add to that, it was an international flight. So then you get to there and it's like custom stuff right yep and that's an extra stress now we paid the extra 50 bucks a person to basically have them rush guide us fast pass through customs which was fucking Def- i bet that's 50 dollars well spent. worth it well 100 but well, 50 per still, person so wow. worth it um so so we made the travel as not hectic as possible but so the first issue was we did it over two days to get down there so we left sunday Flew to Miami, spent the night in Miami, and then flew Monday because it was like a nine hundred dollars cheaper to do it. That oh way. shit! And we were already spending a lot of fucking money on this honeymoon. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, you guys went to a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. So we were in Saint Lucia, which is like right on the equator, just north of like Brazil. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a fair amount away. So so anyway, the two day travel was draining. Oh yeah, I wouldn't um, doubt it. Especially with kind of how she is traveling. Um, so she's stressed and I'm just annoyed, you know, it's just, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's fun. Great no, way to start the, wet, the it, was, it wasn't that the marriage. I was okay, but she was definitely not okay. So right. we get there and, uh, I'm thinking like airport. Then it's like, yeah, we have a shuttle that goes straight to your resort. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great. I'm thinking like 15, 20 minute drive. It is an hour and a half drive to go 26 miles because it's basically like a volcano is essentially what the island is, right? Right. Um, so, so it's very like twisty, turny, steep, dangerous roads. Right. Um, 
in this fucking shuttle bus. And these people, of course, are used to us. They're driving like ass, like it's crazy. Everybody's on the left-hand side of the road because it, it was like a, I think, French colony. But um, so so she was stressing her ass out on that ride. I'm oh, over, I bet. I'm, I'm next to her, like, fucking asleep So because that's me. But um, So by the time we get to the resort, she's pretty, like, on edge, right? Um, and I mean, it was a lot of traveling. It's hot as balls there, so now I'm annoyed because it's hot as balls there. The AC was pretty good in our room, though, which is much hey, better. That's than, a big deal. Much better than when we went to the Dominican. <laughs> so we get there. The resort is beautiful. The food is really nice, really good. Uh, the beach is great. Like it is a great resort. I can't say enough good things about the resort. But here's the actual like issue. There's there's like two other than travel. There's like two real issues with our honeymoon that we both kind of discovered we don't love and that is like we do a lot of traveling to like gatlinburg do hiking and shit right like we like doing shit like that it's it we're not resort people i guess like sitting on your ass all week eating oh uh, you gotta be doing and, shit yeah and, but i was same, wondering how you were gonna do with that but at the same time we're also not like organized excursion people because we did that in the dominican and we hated that we didn't have the freedom to fucking like leave it's like this excursion sucks let's go do something else like you couldn't do that right so we didn't do any excursions here because we don't want to do that shit um we had our photographer fly down to saint lucia for some pictures i was gonna say nate did a awesome yeah, job and you nate know and i is I, an amazing i can't talk high enough about how how good he did he is amazing with the pictures at, at saint does. lucia and yeah. the pictures um just in her parents backyard at yeah the wedding. well yeah. so i i didn't want to say this on social media but i'll say this now i think that i i'm not gonna lie and maybe i'm just biased but i'm pretty sure like your honeymoon pictures were some of the best he's Dude, ever done they look great like i don't know how the hell and nate they, made you look not fucking ugly and they were right <laughs> right like nate and did they, a goddamn and they job. were not ideal conditions either so so we we paid to have him fly down to do pictures for us there as well like he he does destination weddings as his main thing at New Adventure Productions on all the social medias. Yes. Um, Check him out for sure. He is not cheap, but he is definitely worth it. Um, and he, so he came down and uh, rented a car. So he wasn't staying at the resort. He had it like an Airbnb or something. So he picks us up. And so they have like the, the European plugs for power. Oh, the, God damn it. Did you guys so, not get no, the we, right adapters? We, we had an adapter for it. Okay, that's good. So Owen has this like really nice hair straightener. And her hair is like, like it's like a wild fucking lion's mane. Oh, right? I bet down with all that humidity. <laughs> Just in general, but then especially there, right? So the night before, she's like, I'm going to straighten it so it's like not crazy when I wake up in the morning then we can get this shit done. Um, so she plugs it in and it... She fry it? It doesn't, it doesn't work. Well, long story short, yeah, it is fried, but it didn't work <laughs> at all. And she's like, I don't understand. It gets to like 90 degrees. That's weird. It's usually at like 400 degrees in like 30 seconds. So she's the world country, bro. She's flipping her shit about that. Well, so basically what it was is there's like a switch on most hair straighteners to change the voltage. Really? Yeah. And hers is like a $300 one. And for some reason it didn't have the switch, but it needed to be on this switch to do this. So she's freaking out. She calls Nate. She's like, she's like, Hey, um, I'm, I'm freaking out. I, I don't want like she wants to feel beautiful in these pictures, right, right? Right. She doesn't want her hair up in a fucking messy bun. Like she doesn't want to look like like she wants to look nice in these right. pictures, and she can't because she can't straighten her hair. You know, um, this is kind of where her head's at. And, and she was she was like flipping her shit, and I'm like, man, I don't know what to do. Like we'll, <laughs> we'll get something figured out, but like in the meantime, we need to just. You need to fucking relax. Oh and yeah, did you put? Yeah, did I, you say that? Oh my god, no! I'm old enough to uh, know I'm not to say not that, that shit. That's stupid. No wonder. Um, 
So she's like, well, let me call Nate. Maybe he has, like, something that could work. And Nate was like, does your room have an iron? Did he say to iron her hair? Not iron it, but, like, lay it on it and let it heat up. She's like, I am, Nate, I am not ironing my head. Like, I'm not (laughs) doing that. I'll just have shitty hair. It'll be shitty pictures. And, and, and. In her defense, like like we spent a lot of money to because we flew him down, right, right, and paid for his lodging and pictures. So like right. it's it's not cheap. We're basically pissing away thousands of dollars at this point if this doesn't right. work right, you know. And uh, so I'm like, well, and we call the front desk, be like, hey, do you have you know one we can borrow? Blah blah blah, stuff like that. They don't have anything. They don't. They've never heard of it ever not working, which has got to be bullshit, right? Right. Like um. So I was, she's like, well, I'm going to go down and talk to him at the front desk. Maybe they just weren't understanding. And I was like, all right. So I went down with her and I'm like, you know what? There's some bitch here on this resort that straightens her hair. Oh yeah. And there's people everywhere. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find a straight haired bitch and we'll steal her flat at her hair. Did you? So I, I did. I was like, Hey, you know, uh, sorry to bug you guys, blah, blah, blah. Here's the situation. And uh, the dude that this lady was sitting with was like, oh, what are you going to give us? Just joking around. I was like, sir, I'm not giving you anything. I am giving her the opportunity to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's good. So they, they brought it and we got it handled. It was good. Pictures were good. Um, but, man, driving around the island, it, first a little crazy because we're not used to driving like that, right? Oh, oh! And, you guys drove. Yeah, so. and, and everything we wanted to do pictures at were on the south side of the island. We were on the north side of the island, so we had that same huge-ass drive, but Nate's not as fast a driver, so it took us about two and a half hours each way. Right. Um, and, man, just th- so so there was that travel stress thing. There was the we, we're not resort people, I guess, thing. And then the the other thing that annoyed me is, like, man, it's, like, so poor there. It's, like, shanty yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you were conflicted about that, right? Like I'm over here eating unlimited filet and drinking as much alcohol as I can stand without dying, and you know, you basically people look- live in like a tin shanty, right? Um, but then on the flip side, Sandals Resorts like is the biggest employer there. The Sandals Foundation gives a shit ton back to the community too, so it's like you are supporting them by being essentially like a stuck up, spoiled rich kid, right? I don't know, man. It was just weird. Yeah, I... And then when we traveled back, this is... And then, sorry, longest-winded thing. Oh, 10 minutes. That's not too old. Oh, no. This is this is good, informa- this is good information for our um, listeners. But then on on the way back, we... Oh, the other thing that stressed her out is this is right before they announced you don't need a negative COVID test to come back to the U.S. Oh, Christ. And I had started getting, like, a scratchy throat and, like, sniffles and colds and stuff. And so Ellen was, I, I was, I wasn't worried about it because I was like, dude, if it's gonna work, then it's gonna work. It, if if I test positive, then like that sucks, but no reason stressing for it now. But she was of course stressing about it then, as you know, one would. And uh, uh, so that kind of made like that last day super stressful for her and, and us as well. Right. But then the results came in; and it was negative. And it wasn't a big deal. And then by the time we got back, the US wasn't even. A, requiring it anymore because i think sunday is when they lifted that oh really i i yeah I didn't yeah know so that. you don't need a, a negative covid test to come back to the states anymore as of this that past sunday mm. um and then our flights got delayed it was just, it was just a long day man we were supposed to land at 10 30 p.m in indiana and we ended up landing at like 3 10 a.m on saturday it was it was just it was it was a lot uh we kind of came to the determination that it's not worth the travel but let me just reiterate, I understand this is upper middle class Problems. first world problems, <laughs> but 
that doesn't mean it's not a problem. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I was actually talking to our friend Brandon um, about his he, – he had similar travel issues um, coming yeah, back from Texas. Yeah, traveling's tough right now. Well, so like flying – is a nightmare, I pilot, guess. Pilot shortage. Um, yeah, all the planes are short. They're like pilot shortage, regular well, worker shortage. Like because they had that vaccine mandate, and a lot of people walked, mm-hmm. and they haven't recovered. This is what it is, right? You know? Well, and so because uh, I was talking about because Hannah and I are going back down to Texas next week, and Brandon was asking me if I was going to fly or drive, and I said I ain't fucking flying. I looked at I looked up tickets and I saw yeah. oh like three fifty four hundred round trip I'm like oh cool for the both of us and then I clicked on it and I was like oh that's a piece fuck no yeah. gas so is five dollars a gallon and still cheaper for me to drive a thousand miles each way not if you calculate mileage if you calculate that, gas like where it, but, well but, but like wear and tear on the car but as far like, as immediate cost yeah yeah um we uh so we flew American well we I had actually contemplated uh, renting a car. That gets I mean, even better gas mileage than mine. That's a good idea, actually. Um, because I, I just Rate your ass a Prius. Well, so I just found out at work I get a discount on rent- rental cars. Nice. So, like, I, you know, I'm Hannah and I'll talk about this, but, you know, that's an option. If I can get a super fuel-efficient, like, 50-mile-an-hour, like, hybrid mm-hmm. car, and I can offset the cost by... Yeah, that kills your mileage <clears throat> cost. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I think I'm, I'm budgeting about $300 in fuel. Hey, fun segue. But we uh, we flew American, and they pedal their their travel credit card oh, while yeah? you're flying. And it was like if you sign up, you get sixty thousand free miles, which is basically enough for two round trip tickets. Oh, really? And um, Mobile Alabama is like twenty minutes from where we're going to be competing at Worlds. Yeah, and that's American Airlines flies to there. So I signed up for it, and it's like a $99 annual fee or whatever, but like two round-trip tickets for 99 bucks is basically what I just signed up for. Right. Yeah, and that's, hey, right. That's not a bad call, um, especially with, you know, airplane tickets, because did you buy the tickets already? No. Oh. I, I want to get my points first, then I'm just going to go in there and use my points. Oh, that makes um, sense. But hey, speaking of worlds, you had a, an interesting weekend last weekend. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh man, so yeah, you, you and you and I actually talked on the phone this morning about it. Um, you know, I actually did not have, I had a pretty, I mean, I won best lifter. Right. Um, I, and I've got to do I an Instagram I was going to say, post. first things first, you did qualify for Worlds. Right. So I checked my boxes. Like, so Hannah and I have kind of talked <coughs> a lot about this. And so one of the goals is I want, she's like, you need to have multiple goals. You know, I had multiple goals. You know, I wanted to pull 700. I wanted to PR all my totals. You know, I wanted to qualify for Worlds at the 198. I wanted to qualify for the Worlds at 220. Did you get the up. 220 as well? Uh, yeah, I, I need to double check. I haven't I'll had check it to. while you're selling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious. You know, so I wanted to qualify for 220. Because that's what your ass should do. And then, um, you know, I wanted to do all these things. And the biggest letdown, even though I won Best Lifter, was that my deadlift was only 606. Yeah, you look at your opener and that was it. Yeah, and it was well so and so right? I talked to uh, yeah, I just okay. hit my opener and I talked to Chris about it and he's like, "Well, had you opened at 585 or whatever I had said to do, then we could have done a 640 jump and then a 660." I was aggressive and wanted a 700 pull. That I, is that is your downfall at meets pressing. <laughs> so goddamn. Well, I need someone to hold my choke chain. Yeah. Um sometimes, but like for me, I was feeling it that day. He said, Chris told me, if you're feeling it, go for it and right. swing. You know, and I swung and I missed. You know, and I could be angry and upset, and I was pretty pissed off about the meat. But, right. you know, as I kind of debrief myself on the meat and I kind of, you know, touch on the things that I did correctly and I did incorrectly during 100 prep. 100 kilos, 220 class, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I prepped, 
you know, I, I did everything I could, or I thought I did everything I could, except for one major thing, and this is uh, kind of what I want to talk about a lot today is... What did, um, you, what did you total? Um, I don't know. Look it up on Open Powerlifting. It's probably not there yet. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, 6065... I think I did set a meet PR and squat. So you did six o, 606 on... Deadlift. Um, I had deadlift. like a 5... I think I did 545 or 540. On my right. squat, we'll go. We'll low ball it just yeah. to see. And then what did you hit on bench? Um, three. I keep forgetting you're in sleeves. I was like, you hit squatted way more than that in reps. Yeah, three thirty. Okay. Um, I think. Um, and I, I like. Oh, I basically scratched my third bench. I didn't even. Yeah. I like got down, hit a little bit of resistance, and I said, so, "Don't take it," because so I really was chasing. Low that balling seven. that was like a fourteen seventy six. So yeah, it for, wasn't a good total for your two twenty. You need a fifteen ten. Is it fifteen ten? Yeah, so you're a touch under. Yeah, that's okay. It's dang it. Well, so I can be frustrated. I can blame everything, but you should find a meet to do in the next right. like four weeks and just qualify <laughs> as a two twenty. Well, so this and this is what was the downfall of me, and I'm it is so important is my recovery. I just I have not been sleeping, um, and right. And Chris talked to me about this too, which was he's like, all right, so let's look at let's let's examine your prep and let's examine why I picked the numbers why you, I picked. Um, because I was frustrated with the numbers. And then I talked to him and he's like, dude, think about what is going on in your personal life. You're trying to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You're in school. You're not well, recovering Well, and not just trying well. to buy a house. You're trying to buy a house in another state. Right. He's like, dude, you are stressed to the max. Working full time. Right. Full time like, grad school. Like I have a heart. And like your my, sleep sucks. Yeah. Like he's like, dude, the cards were stacked against you to have a perfect meet. Like, I, you know what? I've never gone three for three on my squats in my entire did you go grip. three for three? Yeah. Okay. Like cool. in my third squat, so I, went I hit five. No. You went six for nine. Yeah. Six for nine isn't horrible. No, 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 not at all. I mean, and honestly, that was kind of a big confidence boost on the squat. Yeah. Um, because like that squat, that third squat, I always, I always miss one squat, and I've never three for three it. Right. Um, and I was pretty stoked, and I would say, had I not opened with my squat where I did, you, there was a little more in the tank. Well, uh, no, I would have. I don't think I would have gone three for three. Oh, gotcha. Um, although been, it you was were funny. planning on opening a little more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually really funny. So my first that squat is, was my squat opener was like four fifty five or something. I did a hundred pound jump. Good my between first your first and, and third. My first no, that, my first and second was a hundred pound jump. For what? My squat. What'd you open at? Four twenty five. I opened okay. really low on okay, my squat. Okay, gotcha. And then you went like what, like five twenty five ish, and then five fifty or five forty yeah, or something. Yeah, like I think that. I did. Um, I opened at four thirty five. Yeah, that's a big jump. <laughs> oh yeah, I went. I, that's what it was. I opened at four thirty five, went four or five thirty five, and then five forty. Wow. Okay. So you like, basically went opener to third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was like, I got to get some. I got to bust my ass. Um. Wow. And I. I mean. The squat was happy. I was. You're I a was, crazy asshole, is what you are. Well, Holy so shit. squat is my favorite lift, and this is probably the first time I've not I've had confidence in my squat. Like I knew I had it. Yeah. And I knew it was hard. It was hard that third. Did I show you my third lift? I, I haven't seen any of your lifts. I Did you post any? Yet? I haven't done okay. a post yet. Yeah, you um, haven't sent me anything. I had to like twist Jamie's arm to get him to send me videos. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'll find it while while we're talking. But um, you know, I, I, I could be frustrated with it, but. Like the cards were stacked. It wasn't your me. best meet, but you got qualified as a one ninety eighter, which is which was the goal. And I won best lifter, um, which was like three hundred dollars in cash prizes. So what is what is your plan? So we're nineteen, eighteen, nineteen weeks out from right. world something like that right now. Um, I want you to break down what your plan is between now and worlds. But first, 
All the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but first, let's talk to you guys about Whoop. So there is a link in our description. It'll be Preston's link this oh, week. Oh, is it my link? Yeah, I don't you, have, even... you have to send me your link. Oh, but, I don't know how to do that. But, uh, well, it might be my link then. But that <laughs> link will get you a free month. So Preston just got it. I've been using it for a while. Um, it is an eye-opener and a great tool for oh, figuring out your recovery. I'm stoked. It like well because yeah. it communicates with all my other apps on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know, it communicates with the health app, which communicates with my fitness pal, and you know, so like when I'm tracking my food, it it's a much more accurate representation of my caloric burn throughout the day. Right. So I can dial in my calories more. But like we just said, my recovery, we can identify my recovery, and it gives me my resting heart rate. And I told you what my resting heart rate was last night. Yeah, During 70. Sleep, 70. That is, is very high. high. It should be like means, in the 50s. Which means something's something's messed up in his recovery, which which he kind of knew, but seeing it as data is a game changer. Well, so yeah, because now I know what to do, or I can try and figure out how to make a change in trial and error yep. on that. And I think that's huge. And um, I have some friends who are starting to try and get back into fitness as a mm-hmm. result of like some bad health issue concerns. And if, um, you, if you are a strength athlete, the HRV feeling the recovery from the mm-hmm. nervous system side and seeing that data is a game changer. Click the link, check it out, and uh, end of ad. Yeah, Preston Worlds. Other than all the drugs, what are you doing? So, so we <laughs> are. So I'm currently doing something different. So, um, I, I wanted to change something up. I just I, I've always done you know through you know four days a week, maybe five days a week, and I'm squat benching and deadlifting. I've yep. never had like a dedicated prep slash recovery day ever in my entire life. And I was like, well, so it's like a training day that is based on recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like it's going to, so I'm like, I have a recovery issue. Let's, let's do something to fix this. Mm-hmm. So Other than sleeping. Right. Right. Cause like the sleep is an <laughs> obstacle that will take a while for us to, to get cleared, to out, get cleared yeah. up just because of like sleeping schedules and stuff. Hannah, so, I know you're listening, but you just only get to see him. <laughs> one day a week right, on right, the weekend right other than that you're just you're just two ships passing in the night yeah like that's so like that is the barrier that we have and you know what that's fine i'm i've accepted that one it's you know i'll just take a nap during the day but um i i i think i, I just lost my train of thought sorry i was doing jack off motions with my fiance oh that's, that's my your fault. wife oh wife oh my god my wife my very nice <laughs> So nobody else commented. Hannah's like, did you just bore at that? I said, yep. Um, anyway, so yeah, sorry. Uh, pre- prepping for uh, prepping for Worlds, I lost track of what I was talking about. Um, so right now we're doing two SPD days and three prep days. So we're going nice. to do five days. And as I got here, I told you something I'm pretty excited about. Is so you my- said two SPD days and three recovery days? Yeah. Nice. Three recovery slash prep days. Wow. Okay. Um, and so like my recovery prep days are 45 minutes. So I'm in and out, and I probably could get them done faster. Right. Um, but I kind of take my time. I'm kind of whiny about it. Um, <laughs> but, like, I like it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yesterday I did three sets of max rep push-ups. I had a bomb pump. Big like, pump. Like, 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 so I get to do the bodybuilding stuff. I get to get a chase a pump. Um, the one thing I'm not digging is, so last Sunday, and my Sundays are my leg accessory days. So I did. Leg pumps are not fun. No, because they're really fucking hard to get, and they hurt. And walking <laughs> is painful. Um, so you know, Sunday was hack squat, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, my girlfriend will not let me half-ass my hack squat or my leg accessories. Just, just do it when she's not there. Yeah, right. That's like the Sundays are the days we go to the gym together. You need to change your Sunday to a different day. 
So, so I'm not totally stoked about it. And she was like kind of mad at me about complaining. And I said, no, I told Chris I was going to literally bitch. You're like, I'll do it all. I'm just going to bitch. Like I'm going to bitch every single day about the leg, the leg, you know, the leg accessories because I'm going to, I'm still going to do them. I'm just going to bitch about it because that's just my, my, my MO. You know, hey, if it me. gets done, it gets done. So I, um, you know, I, I'm pretty excited to just kind of see what this does because I've never had like this type of a training style. Yeah, it'll be um, interesting. And it worked well. So uh, Brad, your friend Brad Abbott yep. um, does it. Um, Chris, who's my coach, does it. Um, so I'm very curious. And Brad's been having phenomenal meets. Yeah, um, I think I talked PR. to Brad for two hours at that meet about a variety of different things. And one of the things he talked to me about was like the recovery days, the accessory days mm-hmm. and how he's digging them. Um, because he, what he, he told me, um, so he squats in the fours during training. Dang. And he's an 800 squatter. Exactly. So like, well, so you can build strength in that 50 to 70%. Right. So, well, so, so I, cause I was talking to him about like my biggest beef with some of my programming is, you know, I'm doing like three, 400 pounds squats and Brad's like, I squat 400 pounds in training too. What are you talking about? And so I'm like, oh, so I'm not that, like, it's not just me, like, get your, get over your ego. And I think that's a big thing is like, my ego is like, oh, you're way stronger than this. Why are we doing such weak shit? Right. But I don't feel like dog shit right now. Like, I'm just tired. Like, right. You're I'm just not, tired because of sleep, not because right. Of like, I'm not feeling broken and beaten up. I'm just tired. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I'm very, I'm very eager and curious to see how this is going to go. Um, I don't know if we'll do the whole 18 weeks or whatever um, like this. Yeah. Um, I, I know. Well, I think, it definitely is probably a little bit more of an off season. I'd imagine like right, 10, eight, eight, ten, ten to weeks. eight weeks. I out. will. So yeah. one of, what I kind of want to ask him for, <coughs> um, and, and obviously this may change, is so as we get to eight, four weeks out, I want to do some overload stuff like what you and I worked on. Um, Board press and reverse band stuff. Yeah, or? because I feel like I respond very well to that overload training. That nervous system cue is a thing. So mm-hmm. you can build a lot of strength with those lower percentages. But the, the confidence, when you feel something heavy right. in your hand, some people are just hard asses and can fucking do it. But but building that, that mm-hmm. nervous system. Well, it's like, that, um, it's like that study I sent you. Um, or I, I was with talking the, to you about the cold hand thing. Uh, no. Oh, I oh, fuck. I completely forgot about that one. <laughs> no. Um, the one that was done, um, on Italian IPF lifters or IPL lifters. Or <sighs> Refresh IPF my lifters. memory. I feel like you did. I can't remember I the federation. Um, they were uh, Italian lifters who basically they were checking to see which yielded better PRs. Mm-hmm. Um, was it maximal training all the time or like lots of sub maximal more volume? And it literally depended on the person. Yep. Like the results were way inconclusive. Like there were people who were benching that their bench press doing maximal loads went down like 15%. And then there were right. others who their, their bench press either remained the same or went up. The one thing with that entire uh, study was, is that bench press was the most affected by the maximal training. Yep. And so, I was like, well, why the hell is that? Well, they're smaller muscles. Smaller muscles, quicker recovery. Right. So, so there, there was a, a big, it was, it was, Louie talked about it a couple times. Roop, uh, RIP. Um, but it was an old Russian study where they, they followed lifters for like 20 years. And they're in, in all different styles of lifting, right? They had people doing linear. They had people doing, you know, more conjugate style. Like they had a lot going on, a lot of different variations. And it was, it was uh, an aggregate study, um, that they did 
from athletes all over, but it was based in Russia. And at the end of like that 20 year study, you know, the conclusion, because they wanted to find out the best training, like what's the best training program. Right. You know what they found out? The one that you do, the one that you stick to? No, they found out regardless of program, whoever lifted the most weights in training and stayed injury free was the people who ended up winning. So it's like whoever lifted the most weight is who ended up lifting the most weight. Oh really? Like so so max effort training is the the most efficient way to get stronger. It just is. But it's what can you recover from? And that's why Louis started implementing dynamic effort days. He's like, right. okay, well then we're not gonna just slowly build linearly with submaximal loads. We're gonna hit these motherfuckers hard. But then through experimentation, do we need one dynamic day? Do we need two dynamic days? Right. So what he found is that two lighter speed bodybuilding days is is where the sweet right. spot was, at least in his mind, for his athletes. And then he got stuff later like Cube Method that was like kind of like a max week, a rep week, a speed week. Right. But it's all kind of that same thing. Like regardless of what you do, and I know, so, I know, you know, Wendler's big on this. I know Chris is big on on the. There's a lot of people who are big on like use some maximal loads and you'll get stronger, and that's true. But man, if you look at the data, if you are not getting max effort work in throughout your training mm-hmm. program, I it, right just the data is not there. And and I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I'm saying I I just don't think it's as ideal. Well, it's um, it's, it's funny you talk about um, data. So um, Chris is uh coach is a researcher in fitness and he just is in the process of publishing a dissertation paper um i'm gonna read it um from november 2021 to june 2022 okay he recruited 20 male and female intermediate power it's like 18 month ish Mm -hmm. year and a half with dot scores ranging from 300 to 399 who received 12 weeks of training and so that's like solid intermediates while having self-efficacy sport motivation and mood measured every single day pre-entry and post-study so so this is and i messaged him and i said by the way when you publish that please send that to me. oh my god yeah well because that is he literally did a study on the exact thing i want my like why i'm getting my phd oh cool is to address mental health and so well lame Right. Well, so then I'm just kidding. It's well, not, so but it is. But it's we not. look at that and then say, okay, where are their numbers at? What training style are they doing? Can we just there? I mean, the the shit's going to cor- be tracked. Is there a correlation between training style and mood? Yeah, like training. Or is it going to depend on the right, person? Or like you know? And so are That's we seeing? So are we seeing like these mood influencers affecting our training? Because you know me, I am a person that I am a very aggressive lifter. But as soon as I cross that line of like being unstable, then I am completely my my numbers are shot. My lifts yeah, your numbers, go, my, yeah, my when technique you pass, goes down. You're like, an amped up lifter, but when you pass that threshold, you just crash. Of like pure anger, rage, and I try and you know you know muscle fuck it so to sp- so to speak, and I fuck it up every time. Yeah. And, Excuse me, that's a side effect of being a sumo puller. Now, if I was a conventional puller, I could probably get away with that. It's a little more grindy. It's a little less technical. A little more aggressive. But, you know, I'm very curious to see that study because I get the feeling that there's a lot of powerlifting studies that are 
in queue. Honestly, there's not a lot of powerlifting studies at all. No, well, and and so that's the thing. You know, we'll go. We'll, we'll circle back to the whoop. We'll just talk about this all the time. Um, <laughs> I've never used an app or found a thing that tracks for powerlifters mm-hmm. that has a powerlifter setting. Yep. Um, like you know, my fitness pal, your Fitbits, even your Apple Watch. I don't think they have a powerlifting well, and, setting. And and the basic thing you're looking at on the powerlifting setting is the the heart rate variability. Mm-hmm. There has been HRV. It, it was big in the fight world, maybe like early 2000s. Uh, a guy named Joel Jameson was big on HRV back then. I was using it when I was fighting, um, and it's. MMA explain stuff, what a, explain HRV to our listeners. Uh, so heart rate variability. So it's um, when throughout the day your heart doesn't beat consistently, right? Like it's 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 normal kind of standard beat, but if there's outside stimulus interacting with you that changes how you perceive the world, you're gonna have a slight palpitation, right? So if if someone like scares you from behind, right, your heart is going to react to that by beating a little differently short term, right? It, little things like that throughout the whole day. Um, you you were looking at your phone. You almost rear-ended somebody. Like like any outside stimulus that causes you to react quickly is going to vary your heart rate. Now, if your nervous system is primed and ready for action and you're recovered, you will have more of those throughout the day because littler and littler things your body can react to because it's because it's ready. Um, now the the less recovered you are, the less variability you're going to have in your heart rate uh, because it's it's just your nervous system is too tired to react to every fucking thing that happens in your life. Yeah, and, and so that's why I, I'm excited to track this yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, and, and I will experiment very, very much with this because it is something that is producing a lot of data, and I right. love, you know, research. I love experimenting, um, and so I drink a lot of caffeine. So there will be some point during the summertime where caffeine will be pulled right. for a full week. It's going to kill me. Just to me. see how it impacts And your, I want to know yep. what my heart rate and my blood, you know, what it looks like. Because, hey, maybe my resting you heart know, rate's 70 because I drink a fuck ton of caffeine. You know one thing that will absolutely kill it is any alcohol. Really? So I have a client, um, the guy who actually like turned me on to Whoop, um, he he had one glass of wine and his recovery was red the next day. Really? Um, and we didn't do anything out of the ordinary. The rest of his day was standard. He did that. And then he was like, that's weird. And then uh, he did some research and found that, oh, yeah, that's a thing that happens. And he tried it again the next week and the same thing happened. My recovery is still not back where it needs to be because I was drinking my ass off for huh. a week. I was green or high yellow the the whole previous month now it's like i had two days in the yellow like low yellows and i've been back in the red you know really Um, so it'll mess you up so if you are a drinker on the weekend and you're trying to be a well-performing athlete hey if in in your 20s maybe it works a little differently but if you are 30 or older it will fuck you so um is your one client who lives up in michigan does he use the whoop app Shane, no, yeah. he's a crazy asshole. Well, so the reason I say that <laughs> he, he is because... A, he does a lot of things. Well, so the reason I say that is because, you know, in Indiana it's not legal, but in Michigan, mm-hmm. recreational marijuana is legal. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to see what, like... All right, so you're you're just sitting there hanging out, chilling, vibing, mm-hmm. and then what happens in that six-hour time when you smoke pot? So What does that do to your recovery? So I'm not a smoker, but but I'll use edibles from time to time. Right. Um, allegedly, hypothetically. Yeah, like uh, you, and, you got uh, a friend that does that. I have, I have a friend, and he does that. And uh, um, 
the the time that he did it, me, the time I did <laughs> it, um, when I was on Whoop, it my recovery was very good. Interesting. Um, I and so I wonder because because I wondered because I was like, well, if, if alcohol screws it, I wonder what this is, and that's kind of why I tried it, right? And it was great. My recovery was awesome the next day. Interesting. And I wonder if it's because. I mean, I don't know why that would be. I, I don't. Know I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not a medical doctor. I can't. I do mental health, and yeah. that is, that is the extent. Because I know it's kind of a muscle relaxer, but it's it is. It can cause anxiety. But right. I was going to say it. It is at its neurotransmitter level a stimulant, right? Um, whereas alcohol is a uh, depressant. Correct. So it, it's weird because normally you would think you you input a lot of stimulants into your system and it's like fucking you up. Yeah. So, so there was, there's probably other things going on in it besides. Well, just and like I wonder caffeine. if like it's admit the way it's administered matters, or if like the strain matters. Ooh, like I, there is so much just with that topic alone that an, would be interesting. Another interesting at. one that that we found through messing around is if you say if you're done eating at six p.m., mm-hmm. your recovery. HRV wise will be better than if you eat up through like 10 at night. <laughs> really? Yep. Uh, Austin, my client, mm-hmm. he's, he's super experimenty with his, he's the guy that uh, we did the alcohol thing with and he figured that out. And then um, he experimented with this and then I experimented with it too. And it's like, yeah, if you stop eating at like six or seven at night and you're going to bed at like 10 or something, mm. your recovery will be considerably better than if you're eating pretty much right up until you go to bed. And I wonder if that's because your body's digesting and doing a bunch of other shit instead of actually sleeping. Interesting. I wonder. So with your, um, what's your sleep score? Like what percentage do you get? Uh, I'm usually in the seventies. See, and that's see, and that is the thing that is so interesting to me. In 70s, I'm at 78 or 79. Really? So like, well, my so sleep yours is, is so small, but my quality is so really you've, high. You've just started using it too. True. So it's that's calibration true. after, I think it's four days before it considers itself calibrated but everything I read says that it's really, really calibrated after about 30. Okay, and um, that makes more sense. And so that's, well, that's grain wild. of salt with what you got now. Like, it's good information, but it, it, it'll get Don't dialed in Don't fucking make better. me feel sad. I thought my sleep was great. It, and it may, it may <laughs> and, be. And it may Your be. Your quality may be really good. Right. But why is it so good? Why am I sleeping so hard? Am I sleeping hard because I am that done because you never sleep right so like every hour it gets your body's like yep we're shutting down completely right like it is very interesting uh i'm very interested to watch this track um there are interesting studies with uh uh cory gerger actually talked about this i forget what podcast i was listening to he was on maybe travis mashes back in the day but he was talking about he he only gets like four to five hours of sleep a night but his quality is like super good right um and and he said it's basically because like in his nightly rituals to get ready for bed, he uh, he does some very specific things, and one of them is is taking CBD, hmm. and that helps with that. We, this is just what he said. I haven't looked into it and done a lot of research or anything on it. I haven't really tried it myself, um, but it does kind of fall in line with you know the edible. Well, so and I'll be honest, I. I don't mind functioning on four or five hours of sleep. I, I really because you're don't. not used because I'm used to it. You get your ass to seven or eight hours of sleep. You're right. Gonna be oh like, yeah. No, oh my I God, love I'm, lifting. I'm so much better. I love lifting after eight hours of sleep. Like it's great. I fucking love it. Um, but it's interesting because my biggest problem I have because I hate getting eight hours of sleep because I feel like I've wasted two hours of time. I can be doing shit. Yeah. So it that, ca- it causes that, me stress. That two hour that 
these the moments you're awake are so much more productive when you're not fucking falling asleep. Well, in and, your and so here is, and that's what I was going to. So uh-huh. I have, I do have ADHD, and it's pretty obvious. If you know me, you'll know. You're like, yeah, he does. Yep. Um. So, and I haven't taken. I've been off my meds since I was a freshman in college. Um. As a graduate student, I am going to end up taking meds again just so I can. Get dialed in, get dialed in a little more and so focus. I'm curious as to how my cognitive functioning will change. You know, well, because I, mean, I can't focus with no sleep. That is the one professional problem I musicians, have. like orchestral musicians, take Adderall. Yeah, like people want to bitch about people taking steroids and powerlifting. Why aren't you bitching about the Philharmonic where everyone's on fucking Adderall? Adderall, beta beta blocker. Like, so it's, it definitely it's helps. Yeah. So I'm curious as to like, is my like, what is that going to do? Because Adderall is a hardcore stimulant. I mean, I'm not saying that's what Doc will sent, give right. me, but it is a hardcore stimulant. Um, and so I'm curious, like, will my cognitive function be... Wait, is like, Adderall normal? a good pre-workout then? I don't... Focus um, on stimulant? Who the hell was I talking to that used to... This is a long time ago. Someone I used to know took, took Adderall as a pre-workout. But, like, I wouldn't. I mean, just because, like, it's not what it's for. So like like yeah, that's when, a good that's a good legal answer, Preston. Well, so when you take like when it comes to pharmaceuticals, <laughs> if you take them for their unintended purpose, you have horrible side effects. Pharmaceuticals start out with one purpose, and they discover that it treats other things extremely well. Look at hydrochloroquine. Look at um, Viagra. Um, ivermectin. Viagra is a perfect example. Yeah. Viagra was a blood pressure med that they they were like, hey, when our clients take this, their blood pressure goes down and their dicks work. Yep. Cool. They're like, cool, it's a dick pill now, um, too. But, like, in the field of mental yeah. health, um, so a medication that is very common with a lot of my clients is something called Depakote. Okay. Um, it is a anti-convulsive. Okay. For people with seizures. It is often, if not more often, in my what I see prescribed as a mood stabilizer over an anti-convulsive. Huh. But if you Google Depakote, it says anti-convulsive um, medicine for seizures. It's a seizure med that is used to stabilize moods. Nice. Um, and like all of my, almost all of my kids take some, some type of anti-convulsive as a mood stabilizer. So yes, take it with a grain of salt, what it's actually supposed to be used for. But when you do well, use it, like me- even, even if you're talking steroids, a lot right. of them are used for other things. Right. Well, we'll <laughs> so, they work pretty well for that too. Well, and, and, and steroids do what they're supposed to do, right? Which is to prevent muscle wasting. Yep. You know, a, a significant amount of anabolic steroids were developed as a um, response to HIV and AIDS. Yep. Um, like, there is, like, very good clinical studies on anadrol specifically um, hmm. to prevent muscle wasting. Like, there are some very good studies. Which, which makes sense because it's a pretty good muscle gainer, too. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, people were, like, allegedly. You, allegedly. Um, the, well, the study, the study said one pound a week. Of wow. like legit muscle, not like that's because they were using. I think they were using like a DEXA scan or something. They weren't using like, oh, you just gained one pound of water. No, like it was legit muscle mass. That's crazy, man. <clears throat> and people oral, were gaining it's like an oral though, man. I never take an oral. That'd be crazy. I, I, I don't like. I it. I mean, orals make me nervous. Um, I have a I have a very bad drinking history. I have a history of yeah. If you're taking okay, if those of you out there are taking orals, first of all, you're dumb. But uh, secondly. Jesus Christ, don't be drinking alcohol. <laughs> right. Well, and so I don't drink now, but yeah. like I it still makes me nervous to take an oral because the damage has been done. It's not, you know, the liver regenerates only so much. It's like right. 70% it regenerates. Um so like for me, like 
just because my liver is healthy-ish doesn't mean shit. I was a hardcore, basically alcoholic all throughout college up until yeah, like you the were, past you were two in a years. You were a binge drinker, like, for sure. I, you know, I'd get done with class and there was probably a you know, beer in my hand within right. t- within a minute. You know, my senior year, I finished my 9.30 class at 10 o'clock, 10.30. My buddy and I walked back home. Either we cracked open a beer or we drove to the liquor store and got, you know, two two K, two right. uh, two eight packs of tall boys and we drank those and then maybe went to our <laughs> next class. You know, this is all before fucking noon. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, this is a Thursday, so, you know, dollar wells were at, you know, you get dollar well drinks at the liquor or at the bar. You know, you just drink all goddamn day. Y'all are crazy assholes. I am very grateful I don't do that shit anymore. I can't do it. Jesus, I don't know how to afford it nowadays. Oh, my God. So much money. That's why I don't like drinking. It's so fucking expensive. I can't go out without, like, I would, well, that one time you and I went out, I think I spent 200 bucks that night. Yeah. Because I, yeah, yeah, I think it was. people weren't buying new drinks. (laughs) Yeah, it was bullshit. (laughs) Still almost got raped. Sorry, bad yeah, joke. Yeah, that's true. It's not a joke. Well, bad, bad, bad <laughs> thing, but, like, I, I don't know. Rape um, not funny. On that note, reaching out to our other, they're not a sponsor, really, but we have an affiliate link uh, um, for Macro Factor. That Macro Factor. Um, I was talking to Hannah about Macro Factor, um, actually, right after we did our podcast, and we were talking about, like, comparing how you and I compared it to... Uh, you know, Lane Norton's app. And it's just like a lit, it's a step above. I agree with Lane Norton. He's still a cunt though. Right. But it's like a step above his app as far as like his carbon culture or carbon diet coach. Yeah. And that's a good app too. It is a great app. It's like like 20, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Ask ask Hannah. She She pays for it. I know the RP one was like 15 last time I looked at it. Oh, really? Macro Factor is 50, or sorry. Eleven ninety nine a month. So I think pulling some change after fa- I think after tax. Carbon Diet Coach is twelve ninety nine. Oh, like it's a, still a dollar cheaper. Yeah, I think it's, it's or they're about the same price. So it uh, it tracks everything. If you fuck up a whole week, it doesn't say oh try again next week. It uh, adjusts to see based on what you're weighing in at and what your body fat percentage is marked at. And as long as you record everything, it's still going to adjust and tell you basically where your maintenance spot is and what you need to eat to gain or lose. Um, it is a killer app. You can there's keto setting. You can override it if you want to set your own macros. Like it's it's solid. Uh, check it out. Link in description. All right, so we've got we've gotten some pretty lengthy ads in here, and we're talking about all these things. Um, hey, the whoop one only got lengthy because we started chatting about it because you just got yours, right? And I'm super excited. I'm like a kitten with his new toy. Um, something I would want to ask you about is: so, how are your lifters feeling going into this this meet night? So this yes, this weekend, and we're at 46 minutes. So this may be our last topic. Well, today. I figured that'd be our last topic. Um, this weekend, I have four, oh, five lifters competing. Four at really? a powerlifting meet, and then Austin, who I've mentioned like two other times on this podcast, is actually doing his first strongman show up in Huntington. Oh, uh, I forgot Christina about that. Christina Bangman's yeah. doing a, a um, non, cause she, cause Christina, non-affiliated one. She invited me to that one, and I was like, mm, I would have loved to have gone, but yeah. i got to do this powerlifting thing. So he's going to do that one. It'll be his first one. Um, 
we've kind of drilled all the stuff. Like he should be in good shape. I feel bad that I'm not going to be there for his first one, but I have four people competing the same right. day at a powerlifting meet that's in town convenient. Well, hell, you could probably still go to the powerlifting meet, finish that, and then <laughs> right. make your ass right. make your way. I mean, if it's any if it's the length of normal ones, it's going to be till five o'clock. Yep. So I got I got four people. So I got five people lifting. So Austin's hitting strongman, and then I got Shelby and Jess. And oh my god, I'm gonna blank out on people. Brittany and Stephanie are all lifting at the meet here in town. Uh, this will be Stephanie's first meet and Shelby's second meet. And she, everybody set, everybody should at least PR total. Um, and yeah, everybody's looking good. Shelby especially right she now. She is man. looking real good. She, she did missed. A- she missed her 200 pull at her last meet. And she pulled it for four in prep. Okay. And her, her last meet was like not even that long ago. Maybe like a couple eight, months ago. Eight, ten weeks ago, maybe. Right. Yeah. She so we did switch her to sumo <laughs> and we dialed her in pretty good. Yeah, as it, well. she, her sumo's getting very good. Her and, positions are pretty good. Yeah, and with sumo it's just trialing it. It yep. just takes time to and get that position. She's built for it. She's got long legs, short torque. Like she's she's right. made for sumo. Right. Um, and she's tall and she has long arms. She's actually made for strong man, but she's Christ. So, and after this meet, she's actually doing, uh, Olympic lifting as like her all training days. We were kind of doing a hybrid. Right. Program. Right. Cause she uh, really wants to get into all but she really enjoys uh snatch and clean and jerk. So I actually just did her program today. So I, um, I like doing it. It's kind of, it's kind of like a cool party trick. Yeah, I, like I mean, I think I think that's it. Fun. I think that's what I view it as. Is it's a party trick. That's how I feel about log press too. Like, yeah, or yeah. log press, like yeah. any type of overhead like movement event like that is a party trick. Yeah. Log press, something. Well, that if you're no- a power lifter, it's a party trick. <laughs> right. If, if you're you an be, ollie lifter, if you compete if you, in the sport, if, it's then matters. it's your then it's practice. But like for me, like I think it's cool. I you know sometimes it sucks to have a coach because you can't like go in and just like fuck around and do that shit. But like. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter. Eric. Dude, speak, so Mike does a great job, my, my coach. Mike right, Mike, Mike throws in some he, cool stuff for you. Well, because he knows how I am. I'm very, like, ADD on my training. Uh, I was I was actually messaging him because he was putting together my, my next block. Um, uh, hold on one second. Uh, he's like, yeah, how's it going? Any feedback or changes? No, before writing up the new the new plan. I was like, nah, I'm all good. Um He's like, are you still on plan or are you focusing on tightrope walking this week or maybe bear blasting? Because <laughs> I'm always like, hey, I got maces. I've been doing a lot of mace stuff. Sorry. God, you're ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, you're like herding cats. <laughs> he sends me gifts of people herding cats like all the time. Yeah, that, yeah, that is exactly right. <laughs> but but he, he, that being said, like he knows how to utilize, and I like to think I'm getting better at this too just because I've dealt with me as well. Um so my plan right now, we're, we're training for powerlifting, right? But on my deadlift days, I usually have some snatch work because at the very, it's just good warm up for it. Right. Um, and I love kettlebells and we have, um, basically my overhead press day is like a kettlebell day. So like there's, there's a lot, he leverages the random crap I want to play with in a way that it's not going to screw up my powerlifting and it might actually help it. Right. So, good on him for being a good <laughs> so coach. Shout out to him. He's. He's solid, and he lets me fuck around. <coughs> oh, man. That's the other thing that has been and, bothering me. And he me. has log in my program. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that, that cough that you have, I've had a cough for four weeks. Um, and I haven't, like, I've been, like, when I was competing, I was coughing up, like, 
coughing some shit up. Yeah, it's a vaccine side effect. Sorry. Um, and so like I no, was that's just heart attack. I was not a hundred percent going into this meet, even being fully recovered. My body physically wasn't a hundred percent. So like, the thing I'm clinging to is okay, cool. So this was all we had to do was qualify. All right, so let's figure it. Let's let's use this next eighteen weeks to figure out the sleep, figure out everything. And then four weeks out, let's put it, let's put all the pieces together. You know, let's build this puzzle. Let's fucking put on a good show. Yeah. I was going to say 18 weeks is a good amount of time to get the, the non-gym stuff sorted out. Right. Too. Right. And you know, we'll when, be, when are you guys potentially moving? So it's September. We, you know, we want to wait until after I finish my master's degree. Right. Right. Um, so the one challenge to that is if I get a job offer down there that pays more than what I make up here. It would be a hundred percent a fucking dumbass decision to not take that, right? Because like, well, it is very, it is getting very expensive. School to just wise, you're remote, right? Yes. Okay, so so the school part doesn't matter. It would just be, yep. um, getting Hannah down there effectively, or right. even if you went early, having her figure out what she's doing between when she moves down, right? Well, and so I have I had contemplated that you know I moved down there. Early, maybe I get everything kind of situated, um, you know, and I, uh, when she's ready, we move her down too. That way we're not doing everything all at one time. It's less stressful. We can kind of take our time to do the move, move stuff as we need. Right. You know, and that, that'd be the goal. The real goal would be the, ideally I would get a job that hits the correct, hits about 68 I think 68 is the number I need to hit um, to pay all our bills by myself. Um, you know, in the bare, ne- you know, gotcha. the bare necessity. So if I can find something and I hit 68 a year, you know, I should be able to pay all our bills, all our mortgage, double pay on our rent as well. Right. And, and then when she gets down there, she can get down there and then kind of figure out where she's yeah, at. Yeah, and so she can, figure, you know, take her time, not feel rushed. You know, we can, you know, work on the house, make the house a home kind of deal. Right. And, and, you know, so ideally that would be the best thing. Um, well, maybe she should just get a job down there that pays 70 and then you can just go there and chill and go to school full time. Come on, Hannah, step it up. <laughs> I, well, know so you, I know you listen. Well, so she's going to go to school full time <laughs> as well. So she and I will both be full time students. The difference. Hey, is, you're a full time student with a full time job. She can do it too. Yeah. Well, my grad school is a little bit different than like undergrad work, but my, uh, my goal would be to get a fellowship because most of the time those pay Pretty good. Relatively yeah. well, depending on your department. Um, the psychology department here at Purdue pays phenomenally. Nice. Um, so if you're just like a basic undergraduate student in their research lab, you're making 18, 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> and, the, and the psychology like research lab. Yeah. So like with a master's degree, you're hitting, you know, you're, you're pushing 60 depending on what you're doing, depending right. on um, if you have grants and shit. Um, fuck, I wish I was a Kemp major. Then Kim's mm. grad student, Kim grad students pulling 75. Dang. Like, um, the one guy who, uh, trains at fearless bigger guy, um, God, Jacob, Jacob. Yes. Three. He is a, uh, he's a Kim student. He is yep. finishing his dissertation. Um, he, he is so nice. He's so smart. Um, yeah, he, he's like, yeah, they pay pretty well for the, the grad students. Ooh. Okay. Yes, sir. We we got fifty five minutes. I got one more ad. This is going to be a new one. And it's going to be a completely selfish one. Um, <laughs> check out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> I I don't. I need to check our Patreon and see. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you 
fire, hey, fire. Hey, what do you do for this podcast, Preston? I am a pretty voice. You are the talent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, check out our Patreon. Uh, we do offer template programming, and we do offer, if you just want to you know, support the podcast and what we're doing, we offer memberships that way as well. Um, you can find me and Preston on the internet, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. At PSAC16 for Preston and mm-hmm. at Strongman underscore Dan for me. And I've just started getting some product reviewy stuff. So I've been building this home gym and my home gym is pretty fucking sexy and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. getting sexier. Um, and so I'm, I started doing some product reviews, especially if it's things I'm selling cause I won't have a chance to review them again. So I've been reviewing and throwing them up there. And, <laughs> uh, so there will be a link for my YouTube channel as well. If you guys want to oh, check that Master out, Dan, you know what? That's and awesome. I got it. I got it sorted playlist wise too. Uh, it's got, some really old shit on there too but i got like competitions that i've that i've had on there and then i got uh the product review stuff too which is probably the more interesting part you know what that means that you got a youtube channel now we got to go live on your youtubes so yeah that'd be the next step as we get a camera that we can set up here and do oh just pull up the mac i don't have a mac are you going to be contributing? I, I yeah, we can use my <laughs> Mac. Actually, I wanted to go live on Instagram multiple times. I yeah. just always would forget to bring yeah. my computer up here. We could do it. Um, I, I have a I have a tripod if we're doing it on a phone or something. Right? Stupid yeah, thing no, too. be easy. Um, but we're yeah, so so I'm going to start putting some things out there. I just ordered. Do you see Bells of Steel? Um, just came out with calibrated plates as well. I did not kilos and pounds. Jeez. And I'm American, so there'll be pounds. Yeah, uh, and I got I, I got a bunch coming. They should be here. Friday. When you weigh your food, do you weigh it in ounces or grams? Ounces. Really? Yeah. I I don't. Well, first of all, I don't weigh my food. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, I don't even Um, think you weigh your food. Do you even own a food scale? I do. I do. uh, Because I don't really cook anything ever. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a fast food guy. Um, I don't know how you do it. Hey, I'm. I'm looking pretty fucking good too. You you do look good. Um, You like look really good, and you're maintaining. And and hey, hey. Shout out to Macro Factor. As long as you're hitting your protein and your calories, good shit happens. Right. So that's kind of all. There are some micronutrient things, then some health things to eating like normal food. But you're talking like five percent of the equation. Right. I uh, I know now. One of the things I've started doing this entire prep is I do not go to bed until I have my egg white and protein shake. There you go. You know, a carton of egg whites and two scoops of protein, 100 grams of protein right there. Yep. It's like 98 or whatever. I do 100 grams of my protein in a day from from shakes, and then I get the rest from mozzarella sticks and Taco Bell. Well, because I legit (laughs) can't eat enough protein. So, like, I just don't have time. you could, but it's just annoying. Well, yeah, yeah, and and I don't, like, it's not 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 something I want to spend my time on. You know, right now I want to clean my house. I want to take care of my dogs kind of thing. All right, so so Bells of Steel yes. has calibrated plates. So I'd been pricing because Rogue is the only other company that I'd found that had, like, steel calibrated plates that are in pounds. Cause really? Because America. Um, so that's what I want to do. Um, and I priced them out for the ones I wanted. It was going to be, like, 1800 bucks or something like that. Really? That's not um, that's not bad tax at all. And shit. Well, and I'm not getting like the thousand pound thing because I don't need that. Like I need like seven hundred pounds worth of shit. Like it's I'm not that strong. Um, so when I priced it on Bells of Steel, fourteen hundred. Is that with pickup? Yeah, that was with pickup. But dirty trick right now that I just figured out. I got an email back from them because I was trying to schedule my pickup, and they said those are. I got that, and then I got the uh, the little cart. The calibrated plate cart. Oh yeah, that thing's that nice. It's uh, it's only three hundred bucks from them. 
Uh, uh, so and that's nice. that's if it's if you haven't shipped to you. But anyways, both the calibrated plates and that product they don't have at their Indiana distribution center yet. <laughs> so it's coming to me from Canada, shipped to me, but at the pickup price. Nice. So if you have the option, if, if you're close enough that it gives you the pickup option, take the pickup option. And if they don't have it, it just gets shipped to you. And it's even better. Save gas. Really? So, so I got those coming in too. So I'll be looking for that unboxing review at some point here. And that's all I got. What else you got? Anything? Um, You uh, still haven't renewed your Disney Plus new scri- subscription, have you? I have not. I, I will. And then how many episodes of Obi-Wan are on there right uh, now? Four. Okay, and there's only going to be like six or eight or yeah, something. Yeah, I think this is the fourth episode so, today. So I'll, I'll update, I got to watch it. I'll update my, my, I'll buy my Disney Plus thing. And then by the time it runs out, the series will be done and I can just let it lapse. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I think it's interesting. You I'm know cheap on shit that I don't really care about. Right. I waste a lot of money on other things. but So you know what's really, really cool? Is what? we did not touch anything political. And Look it could us. have been so easy. There was uh, yeah, so was... much. <laughs> so much. I mean, this is almost like we need to record a political one. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm, 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 mental, I'm mentally just need an escape from how stupid things I, are I right can't, now. I can't. I can't deal with it. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk politics again until after the 2022 elections, when everything flips to the side that's not fucking insane. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. I think we broke it even more. Like I think we have broken it even more than it, I thought it was possible. You know what I'm. T- you know what I'm tired of. I'm tired of. Us as the American people, not electing a president and legislative branch people, we are now just electing every four years, we just elect who we want our dictator to be. Yeah. And that's bullshit, and that's not how this country is supposed to be. The legislative branch was supposed to basically be be at odds with the executive branch. They're right. supposed to fight each other, but now it's just you you elect your president, your little emperor. With all his fucking executive orders, I don't care if it's Trump or if it's Biden, they did the right, same they, shit. They're both fucking it all up. And and then the legislative branch goes, oh, that's our guy in there. We're going to rubber stamp every stupid ass idea he comes up with. And that's what's happening. And that's what's been happening since... Reagan. Since the Clinton years, especially. Oh, oh I so, was going back. I was going further. Well, uh, so I would George W. Bush, I think, was the last time where I, I actively saw legislate and i mean that's also kind of my political memory too because i'm 40 so that's yeah kind of you, you go back a little further than me but yeah i and you could make an argument that there were a lot of never, never trumpers in the republican party but it's it still just kind of pushed through whatever he wanted and right. with biden it's like oh my god yeah it's just same you push deal through whatever you want yeah it's yeah it, it's, i'm tired of it it's our system isn't broken we just need to operate oh, I was talking how about our, our economy we need to operate our government system, how it was designed to operate. People are like, you got to reset the whole system. I'm like, no, the system ain't broke. How y'all are playing the system is what's broke. Right. I, um, yeah. And it's, it's but something yeah, I, I don't want to give headspace to because I can be angry. I can be frustrated about it, but at the, the end economy of the day, what the, the fuck's going to, what the am I economy do? makes complete sense given what we've done legislatively right. for the past year and a half. What the fuck do you think was going to happen? Right. I mean, it's just unfortunate. Um, Anyone old enough to remember Carter, which isn't me, but I've studied history enough to understand what happened with well, Carter. And, it's just that again. Yeah, and and you know what? It it is what it is. You know, we can complain about it. Um, 
you know, and obviously we don't want to be the silent minority anymore or the silent majority, whatever. I want to be the loud fucking majority. I want to be the loud motherfucker, but I also, A, like my job, and literally I had... And the fact that that could cost you your job is another thing Well, so I was wrong. in a meeting today, actually, because we were prepping for the 4th of July. Um, and so we had the, the, we're doing a 4th of July parade at work, and my director said nothing political She's like, I got, I got so many fucking emails after we did the 2020 um, parade because it was so like I don't know bunch oh, the, of politics. The pride parade? No, no, no. Oh. Our Fourth um, of July parade. The Fourth oh. of July parade here. Is it not Trump. okay to acknowledge we're a country anymore? No, 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 no. So like, do not be political about it. So do not let your political opinions be like toting. So don't be just like, be, where? just be yay. America exists. Yes. That's exactly what she wants. And honestly, I'm like, fuck I'm, yeah, I'm let's with do that. that. Like, let, let's that. do yay. America. You know, the, the dirty secret though, on the left, yay. America is political and they hate you for it now. I know. I know. But some some of them right, do. Right. Oh man. Well, wow, it's totally my fault too. Dude, fifty nine minutes with not a peep. Yeah, my dumbass had to you just fuck it up. Baited me. Just one word. Hey, we didn't speak about anything political, and then my brain goes immediately to all the political bullshit. Yeah, How but dare you? We did sir. good. We did good. We didn't really <laughs> say anything. We didn't touch on. We could have touched on gas prices. We could have touched on the Supreme Court ruling about the well, Fourth Amendment doesn't matter anymore in certain yeah. s- certain areas. Like, bro, I about lost my shit when I saw that. I'm like. Yo, I'm moving down to one of those areas. Yeah. Like, if somebody wants to come into my house uninvited, I'm going to pump three in you, and then we're going to court, and we're going to fight. Like, <laughs> it's no. It's crazy, man. Well, Especially because Texas is a castle dying state. I could see that one getting overturned. That one's going to get thrown out um, so fucking fast. People lost their shit about the Roe versus Wade being... It's not even technically overturned yet. No, right? I. But right. But people are like, they never overturned. It's like 127 in the last like 50 years or something. Right. I I don't remember. But there, it has happened before. It'll happen again. Things get overturned all the time. Um, it is what it is. And on that note, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna put a put a note in the description. Hang on, that Dan. Political tirade starts at 59 and a half minutes. Yeah. No, I <laughs> I, I apologize to our listeners. I. No. I can't help myself. You and I haven't talked in like two weeks. If you, we will stop doing political discussions if we get ten five star reviews. Don't even tell them that because I like the political discussions. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon and you'll get to enjoy it. Oh, there you go.